Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of DirtCast. I am your co-host, Madeline Davies. I'm your other co-host, Megan Reynolds. And today on the show, we have our very own Hazel Sills, who has come to talk to us about children. Basically, (laughs) the YouTube and Instagram influencers who are kind of claiming uh, tabloid celebrity despite our confusion and concern. So there's just like a whole tornado of beef. But before we get into that, Mm. Megan, my sweet princess. Yes. How are you doing? You know what? I'm doing all right. It's really nice outside. It's so nice outside. And that's honestly eclipsed anything else. It shifts you spiritually almost. It does. There is a spiritual shift. I've been waking up like an hour before my alarm because of the sun. Oh, that has literally never happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the sun has been streaming into my bedroom. Yeah, that's great. And I love that. How are you? I'm good. I have an update for you on something. Oh, shit. Which is that a few weeks ago, I talked about a fitness class I went to. Oh, that's right. That I think is like actually a cult. Uh Uh-huh. My news for you is that I've joined the cult. Oh, God. What does this mean for our professional and personal relationship? I mean, nothing bad. Mm. I might just be the judge of that. Be talking about like breath a lot, breath work, talking about chakras. Are you going to lay hands on me at any point to like align anything? No. Cool. Thank you. But I took a class with like the owner of this studio Uh who I've always kind of like mocked from afar because she seems so wellnessy. Mm. She was like birthed from a stone in mm. Gwyneth Paltrow's garden or something. Beautiful. But I took a class with her and she is the charismatic leader I predicted her to be. Right. She like learned everyone's name in the class immediately. Wow. Like would use it. I, That's like a trick though. Yeah. I was That's, talking to yeah. a sociologist once where she was like, it's actually really weird for people to hear their own names. And mm-hmm. so it like triggers something in their brain when it happens. Yeah. And so she like does that. That's weird. She came and like the class was packed and yet she still gave like everybody personal time. Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, I was like, I would love to be your wife. <laughs> she has beautiful skin. She's awful. Clearly your- doesn't wear makeup. <laughs> has like a real like one of those buns that you like you don't have to use a hair tie yeah, on. Yeah. To offer your hand in marriage. Like, yeah, I was just hello. like, okay, I would love to like work on your like weird camp. Whatever it is that you do. Yeah, I'm farming, in. like whatever, like moon dust. I support it. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> uh, I'm all about it. Put oh your my. hands on my chakras. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, she doesn't really do that. But cool. That's good. I just wanted to tell you that I um, will now be going by my <laughs> your bar cult? class name. What's your bar class name? <laughs> Um, Clara. Oh, hello. Well, I'm so happy to meet you. It's the only ballet name I can think that's of. Good, that's good. That's good. Yeah. And um, I miss my friend Maddie. She's well, still we'll in there? See. Okay. Help. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> see, like a tiny hand yeah, emerge from mouth. your mouth. I'm like, oh, God. We have to stop the podcast. <laughs> um, well, but great. also, like, my buns hurt mm. and my abs hurt. That's good. Yeah. Should- I would go to one of these classes with you. Definitely. There's always room for one more. Oh, my God. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. That's very generous, Clara. (laughs) (laughs) What do you say? Hmm? We get in to the dirtiest dirt of the Oh, my God. A great idea. First up, Shania Twain. Did she do... (laughs) Let's go, girls. (laughs) Let's go, Megan. Shania Twain 
Yeah. Country superstar. Country superstar and Canadian. Important. She did an interview with The Guardian that went over a bunch of stuff, including her bad relationship with Mutt Lang, who was her manager slash husband, sexual and physical abuse by her stepfather, which is very terrible. And then sort of crammed in at the end of this interview was mention of Donald Trump. And she said that she would vote for him if she could vote in America. Right. Here's what she said. I would have voted for Trump because even though he was offensive, he seemed honest. Do you want straight or polite? Not that you shouldn't be able to have both. If I were voting, I just don't want bullshit. I would have voted for a feeling that it was transparent. And politics has a reputation of not being that, right? That don't impress me much. (laughs) I also am not impressed much by this statement. It shows like a general stupidity. Anybody who thinks Donald Trump is honest is like, like is a is an delusional. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like he like openly lies and gets caught in lies all he the time. He lies all the time. That's like the basis of his entire presidency thus far. Right. Is like lies. And, and then, then he gets caught and then it's like, you're dumb for believing me. Exactly. So this is like an out of touch situation. I mean, she answered honestly, clearly. Shot from the hip. Shot from the hip. But it's not a great answer. I don't know if it's a surprising answer. Yeah, I'm not super surprised. I wasn't, like, bowled over by this. Right. I never would be like, Shania Twain is a liberal. No, I also, like, don't think about Shania Twain's politics ever. Right. Unless forced to, as we are right now. And then she said that she was like, I just wasn't expecting the question. Yeah. And so she just kind of started talking, which probably means she means it, you know? Yeah, because she was unguarded. Right. She didn't, like, have a response ready. Right. But she did say that she was, like, sorry for... To anyone she offended. Right. She said she made an apology because everyone was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? She said, I would like to apologize to anybody I've offended. The question caught me off guard. As a Canadian, I regret answering this unexpected question without giving my response more context. I was trying to explain in a response to a question about the election that my limited understanding was that the president talked to a portion of America like an accessible person they could relate to as he was not a politician. My answer was awkward, but certainly should not be taken as representative of my values, nor does it mean I endorse him. I think when you say, I would have voted for Trump. is like, (laughs) that's it. It's just that you said it. You can backpedal all you want. She clearly, like, remembered that she has a lot of gay fans. Mm. And that, And, like, like, a large American liberal fan base. yeah, Yeah. I think that that fan base is kind of what's, like, keeping her afloat. I agree. Because every, like, six months or so, BuzzFeed will, like, do something like 25 ways Shania Twain, like, snatched my wig and then, like, threw it to a dog and then gave it back to me (laughs) kind of situation. (laughs) I pegged to nothing. Pegged to just, like, one person's love of Shania Twain, which is great. You know, it's nice to have your idols, but never—your idols are often false and bad. Never idolize anyone. Maybe, like— Trudeau will be like, get out of my country. Yeah. Trudeau exiles her. <laughs> to Newfoundland. <laughs> to Newfoundland, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Or she has to live in like the Anne of Green Gables house. Oh. On Prince Edward Island. She just like can only eat oysters. <laughs> yeah. Sounds actually. That's actually not an Trudeau, exile. Trudeau, if you could Don't. exile me to <laughs> Prince Edward Island. Trudeau, I only want to wear like Anne of Green Gables outfits. Yeah. And like be mean to Marilla. Please make that happen. Thank you so much. Hopping right along here, a mystery 
that has plagued some. A year ago or something, Carrie Underwood, she had like an accident. She said she slipped on ice or something like Her husband's a hockey player? Her her husband's a hockey player. But she said she was, like, coming down some stairs or something. Oh, so it wasn't like an ice rink. It was not like an ice rink situation. She slipped on some ice. My personal speculation was that it was black ice, which is also the (laughs) scourge in her song, Jesus Take the Wheel. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. She was going away too fast. Before she knew it, she was spinning on a thin black sheet of black. I'm a black ice truther. I will not get into it. What do you mean? You're, everyone hates black ice. Yeah, one of my friends, one of my best friends is like, black ice, like, isn't a thing. We get into arguments about this, like, I would say once a financial quarter is black ice comes up. Yeah. So she said she fell, she fell on her face. She, like, fucked up her wrist. She said her face required 40 stitches or something. Like, just like— It is, a, yeah. Something hor- horrifying. A huge amount of, like, facial Frankenstein shit. Frankenstein shit. And she, like, didn't show her face for a long time. But then when she started to show it, like, some, like someone took a picture of her at the gym and her face looked the same. And then she posted, like, a picture on Instagram with half her face. And it also looked the same. And then finally she has, like, revealed her face to the public. And her face still looks it looks like Carrie Underwood. Yeah. It looks like the pre-fall Carrie Underwood. If I were her, I would just, to like, as a joke, yeah. unveil myself like in a phantom mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she moves aside the curtain of hair. Yeah. And it's just a phantom of the opera <laughs> I wish she had done that, honestly. Her face looked the same. It was the same fucking face. Yeah, My, I mean, which is great. It is great. I, whatever. I don't know. It seems happened, like you really hope her face was. Well, not I just the like don't understand like why you would make such a big deal. I mean, maybe it's because like she's okay, like she's a star. Her face is like part of her whole package. But it's like, was she? Did she just get surgery? Like, I would some guess that she surge? probably had some like extensive reconstructive, like under, like inside the face, or just like reduce scarring and like make her face look the way like the right. way it did. I mean Which I think that too can be pretty traumatizing. Yeah, totally. I'm not I'm not trying to diminish whatever trauma that Carrie Underwood suffered. Better not. <laughs> but don't you come for my girl. <laughs> look, her face is fine. Yeah, her face is healed. Good so, for her. Good for her. Good for her face. <laughs> added this like kind of as like just having seen headlines almost as like a jokey item mm. where I was like ha 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 Smallville actress right. Allison Mack sex cult ha 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 and then I like read the articles and like with anything like the moment you scratch the surface you realize that there are a lot of like people involved who are yeah. real and have bodies that can like receive harm mm-hmm. it is not a funny story at all no it's actually <laughs> awful uh, <laughs> so basically Allison Mack, who played Clark Kent's best friend on Smallville. Mm-hmm. I did not watch Smallville. I didn't either. And I, like, remember her from, like, Teen People or whatever. I can, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Her name was familiar. And then I saw her face and I was like, ah, yes. She had that like kind of like you. spiky blonde. Yeah, she had hair. that like night that like yeah, I get it. Sort of like a Page Davis haircut. A Page but Davis, blonde. a pre-Page. Da- yep. Mm-hmm. In the years since, um, she's been very active. She has uh, in basically sex cult trafficking. Mm-hmm. The cult is called DOS, which stands for Dominus Obsequious Sororium, which <laughs> is Latin for Master over the slave women. It is a part of a secretive group called Nixivum, I think. Is that it's how you pronounce it? N-X-I-V-M, uh-huh. which is led by a man named Keith Rainier. He's also been indicted. Allison Mack and him have, were indicted together for tra- uh, sex trafficking, uh, sex trafficking conspiracy, mm-hmm. and forced labor conspiracy. Mack has pled not guilty. Basically, what I read about this cult is that it um, it's New York based. Mm-hmm. It encouraged women to join because it said that it like would raise their self esteem through discipline, <laughs> and that like basically would teach them how to be like boss bitches. Right. What that really meant is they became like sexually servile to Rainier. They were forced to like go through basically like ongoing hazing. Yeah. They had to live on diets that were just like barely livable. Yeah. They would be branded with uh, like a... The initials of Keith Rainier. I miss when celebrity cults were just like Andrew Keegan like talking about Christianity. (laughs) Yeah, this shit is fucked up. My last item are just a handful of small things. A lot of like sad news. Sad news with some happy news and then like an item that is like, huh, Avicii. The DJ. The DJ passed away. Yes. 28. 28. Very young. Tragic. He uh, reportedly was dealing with pretty intense alcoholism for the past several years. Right. R.I.P. I don't know. That's awful. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like we don't have anything jokey to say. No. Similarly, Vern Troyer of Austin Powers, Mm -hmm. the spy who shagged me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is the credit. That is the credit. (laughs) Uh, He also passed away. They believe that it was alcohol-induced suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he has also been having problems, I think, Mm -hmm. pretty publicly Mm -hmm. for years. Yeah. Those are the two sad items. But where life ends, life life also begins. (laughs) Kate Middleton, the Duchess of Cambridge, had her third baby. A little baby boy. A little baby boy. A little um, dumpling. A little, little fat dumpling. Um, a lot of the headlines I saw were like, he is the biggest baby that like, blah, like he was like eight pounds, seven ounces, right. which I, I guess was bigger is than like, that. So I'm sure I was also. It's big. I mean, it's a big fucking baby. Let's but not, it's not. It's not like huge. He wasn't like 12 pounds. I have a friend whose baby was 13 pounds. And her midwife was trying to convince her to deliver vaginally, and she was like, "Fuck you!" She, was, like, she literally said, "She was like, fuck you!" Like, get away from me! Yeah, she was cut like, this, yeah. "Get this out of me!" <laughs> any other way, yeah. just like cut it out. Oh my god, thirteen pounds is a lot of it's baby. Crazy. It's so insane. So, little prince, whatever um, name, not yet TBD. Released. Little prince TBD. It was TBD. <laughs> Um, so she had her baby. This is great. The baby was born just with like just enough time to get a little shine before the wedding comes and eclipses the everything. The wedding of Meghan and Harry. The wedding of Meghan and Harry. The which, fun royals. The fun royals, which is imminent. So I 
kind of get very annoyed by like royal coverage mm-hmm. just because it's like, oh, this is like a real archaic, weird thing. Yeah. That said, I love Princess Charlotte. Oh, Princess Charlotte's the best. She is such a monster, you can tell. And she just like loves the cameras and is just posing all the time. I love the I love the little baby royals. Yeah. I think they're fun. And then she just is like throwing public tantrums and embarrassing <laughs> them. Throwing handfuls of daffodils at the camera. Like, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Point being, she's the one I can get behind. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, John Stamos is now a father, someone that he's ostensibly knocked up. I mean, he did not even ostensibly. <laughs> ostensibly. He did knock her up. Uh, he has a kid. You got a, a Stamos truther over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Rock apparently had another child. The Rock had a baby? Yeah. I feel oh. like I saw, I'm, <laughs> a surprise for you, The Rock. <laughs> hope he takes better care of them than he did those dogs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me too. And then... And, uh, <laughs> Sorry, did you see that thing about The Rock where it was like uh, some teenager in Minnesota asked him to prom, which is like the most annoying yeah, teen trend. Yeah, I hate that, yeah. Um, and he was like, no, but... I rented out a theater for you and your friends to see Rampage, which is like, oh, thanks. It's not what I wanted. <laughs> thank you so much anyway. Oh, great. But uh, like, we'll pass. Yeah, no, thank you. I just, it was the prom. Okay, cool. Never mind. Let us mind. know when the next Fast and Furious comes out. <laughs> Fast we can and transfer Furious the offer. 27. Um, and then the last item, so Sarah Jessica Parker is in, I think, a new movie called like Blue Night. And she did an interview with Vulture, and she said that she and Kim Cattrall have never had a cat fight, and she, like, doesn't understand what all this, like, this bullshit is. She didn't say bullshit. I mean, I think she was very strategic in what Mm -hmm. she said. Mm -hmm. She did not say that they've never fought. She said, like, basically, like, you'll notice I have never said anything negative publicly, and, like, I've never thrown any barbs, Mm -hmm. I've never done this. So basically, I think she was saying, like, this is, like, a one-sided thing. This is Kim shit. And I'm, like, being classy. Which, I mean, is, like, if I was in her position, how I would play it. Well, that's what you do. Oh, poor dear. I just don't know what she's upset about. I want Kim Cattrall's, like, tell-all, sex in the city, behind-the-scenes, like, unauthorized book. Yama Kipievo, Yama the story Kipievo, of Kim Cattrall. The story of Kim Cattrall. Sitting across from me right now, her hair and ombre vision. Resplendent. A, a sunset of amber and browns. We have our very own Hazel Sills, who's here to tell us a little bit about the social media generation. Yeah, social media influencers and all the fucking drama they stir up because, uh, yeah. I They well, are the new celebrities. They are the new celebrities. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> They don't do anything except, you know, Instagram. And YouTube. YouTube. And Snapchat, but not anymore. Snapchat's not cool yeah. anymore. Vine, but RIP Vine. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they have kind of like a shorter shelf life, though? Like, I feel like, remember like Nash Greer? <laughs> and I could oh, never God. forget it because his name was Nash Greer. Quite a name. <gasps> he, like, I feel like disappeared. I feel like they, there is a shorter shelf mm-hmm. life because... Their influence and their fame is so built on super young audiences who I feel like move on from things really quickly. Mm -hmm. And it's reliant on, like, certain platforms. So, like, 
if Vine is shut down, which it was, like, they lose that platform. Right. And also the cycle, like, the news cycle for controversies is so quick. Yeah. Let's jump into a controversy, Let's, I say. Yeah. This, is, this uh. is one that I know sort of about, but <laughs> Hazel knows many things about. Tell me who, Whoa Vicky, Lil Tay, Rice Gum, and... How do you really not know? (laughs) I don't. I actually. It's bad baby. Bad baby. It's not like bad whatever. I used to think it was bad Bobby. Also same. Like shrimp on the Bobby. Bobby. (laughs) Bobby. (laughs) Tell me who these people are. Bobby finger. Walk me through this. (laughs) So these people exist in the same sort of like YouTube, Instagram vaguely Atlanta rap scene. What a Venn diagram. (laughs) Um, So the reason I came to know of all these people is because, yeah, last week I kept seeing these headlines everywhere and I feel like a lot of other people were seeing these headlines as well where it was like, bad baby gets into a fight with whoa, Vicky. (laughs) And then all of a sudden it's like, Lil Tay, nine years old, claps back at bad baby. I mean, I know who Bad Baby is because Hazel and I have discussed her music before and we enjoy it. Yeah, Bad Baby (sighs) is Danielle Brigoli, Mm -hmm. who is popularly known as the Cash Me Outside girl. (laughs) She was on Dr. Phil when she was a teenager. She's only 15 now. (laughs) (laughs) She's 15. I don't think she can legally drive just yet. God, you're so right. It just feels like that episode of that memification of yeah. that Dr. Phil episode mm-hmm. was actually 20 years ago Truly. in internet time. Right. So it's like, remember way back when? when she was a child, but now yeah. she's still. It might as well have been Sally Jesse Raphael yeah. or something. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? What does that mean? What I just said. Yeah, so she got famous off that Dr. Phil episode and she like parlayed it into a rap career. She like signed to Atlantic Records. And so out of this group, she's not just famous off of you know, yeah. Instagram or right. YouTube. She, well, like, as actually has a music career. And, right. like, her music isn't terrible. It's not like, terrible. We all twist. expected it to be, like, yeah. a joke, but she yeah. actually is, like, kind of good. Whoa, Vicky, a.k.a. Icky Vicky, uh, <laughs> is 18 years old, and she is this very problematic Instagram personality. Mm-hmm. The Daily Mail wrote an article about her that sort of described her as, like, the next Rachel Dolezal. Like, she was claiming that she was actually black, even though she's a white girl. And that's why she can, like, say the N-word and wear cornrows. Mm. And she was also reported as um, being arrested for kicking a police officer. (laughs) So this is the well, Vicky is the person that Bad Baby gets into an actual physical fight with. Right. And they got into a fight because they have beef with Mm. each other. Mm-hmm. That stems from their dueling, if you can say dueling, mm. rap careers. Because mm. Whoa, Vicky also makes rap music. Whoa, Vicky sort of makes music. Sure. Bad Baby makes music. Correct. Whoa, Vicky posted a diss track 
um, on YouTube that was about this other YouTuber named Rice Gum who oh, yes. regularly like reviews video games online. You gonna run when you see me too, bitch. You need a sex chain because you ain't like a pussy. I done got his own six. I'm in your seat, but still. Team ten, sire agent, and she started running. And then there was a reaction video oh, yes. posted by Bad Baby mm-hmm. where she was reacting to Whoa Vicky's video and she didn't wasn't having it. She was like, this is disgusting. Whoa Vicky needs to stop. Wow, this kid is dumb. This is like sad. Which I don't even I don't even really know you like. You and your little boyfriend, okay? It's also very weird to like imagine a world where Bad Baby is like the progressive activist. But <laughs> I know that's one of the reasons like she lot. was mad was because this diss track about rice gum was like very racist towards Asian people. Okay. My favorite part about that diss track in the video is that she's wearing a grill, which ah. for the first full two minutes of me Cute. watching it, I thought were braces. It's adorable. <laughs> for which her. I was just like, those did not have the effect that she <laughs> oh intended. Where I was like, oh, she has like really big braces. I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, so well, Vicky was like, or excuse me, bad baby. Mm. Bad baby. Was like, <laughs> this is shitty and you're racist. Yeah, shitty and racist. And then uh, TMZ also reported that they were beefing as well because bad baby claimed that Vicky had used like a racial slur against uh, one of her friends at a birthday party. Okay. So there's just like a whole tornado of beef. Well, Vicky was like, you're going to insult me like me, like let's fight at the mall food court. Mm -hmm. Sure. There's a video of the fight and it is like so many fights I witnessed at my own mall food court. Yeah. Mm. It's like, whoa, Vicky is sort of just standing off to the side and bad baby is like, Drop your purse, like tough stuff. Like you want to fight, and whoa, Vicky's just like, "What's up?" Yeah, she keeps saying, "What's up? What's up?" And Bad Baby's like, "Do you want to fight?" Like, and I'm me- here to fight. Hello. <laughs> Meanwhile, Bad Baby is being circled by like what looks like four bodyguards. Like she, like there's all these grown men in this the like, video about. Yeah. yeah, and. Then she eventually does sort of fight with her. She, like, grabs her hair. There's, like, a little scrap, but it's not. This is what I'll say for Bad Baby. Mm -hmm. She is scrappy. She is. I mean, like, well, Vicky challenged her to a fight, and she was the only one who was, like, trying to fight. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Another player enters the scene. Another player. This is the one that concerns me the most. (laughs) Everyone Um, is so worried. I am worried. Um, There's a person who is nine, I believe. Yes. Uh, she goes by the name Lil Tay. She used to be poor, Lil- but now she's making stacks. <laughs> when she was six, she was, per a video I've watched of her at least three times. Uh, yeah, when she was six, she was poor. And yeah. now she smokes baby carrots. That is their <laughs> <laughs> one video for smoking a baby carrot. Yeah. So Lil Tay is like another Instagram personality with mm-hmm. like a million followers. Right. She's a nine year old girl. Mm-hmm. And she may or may not have parents. She may or may not have parents. Unclear. She may or may not be a rapper, although she certainly hangs out. Like, she was hanging out with, like, Chief Keith. Right. Um, Again, and, grown men. Yeah. Yeah. She's nine years old. She's nine years old. <laughs> and her Instagram presence is just very intimidating because it's, yeah. it's just video after video of her, like, 
throwing hundred dollar bills up in the air. Right. Like, yeah, I would say like seventy percent of her photos, she's like holding up a stack of money like it's a phone. Yeah, you know, like she's doing that that pose. I'm looking. I'm yeah, going and in. she says, "Bitch, like bitch, bitch, <laughs> bitch." I'm richer than all y'all broke ass niggas. Thirty on my wrist. Bitch, what the fuck all y'all doing with your life? You want to fight me, bitch? <laughs> yeah, and that, she's like, she's friends with Will Vicky. Yeah, she's friends with Will Vicky, who's 18. So even that relationship like is up. so weird. Really weird. And she was at the fight between Woe Vicky and Bad Baby, mm-hmm. just sort of hanging off to the side. Sure. Yelling, Asking beach. what's up, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> just you in case. Fight? <laughs> yeah, she could have been like, what you gonna do, bitch? Bitch, where where are the parents of this nine year old? I feel I like think they're probably engineering the right. What's they're behind this, which is I think like the reason why I have to, I have to treat this like a tableau or like a pantomime is because it's so depressing that yes. I like can't think of it as a real thing. Right. Yeah. I suggested to Hazel that maybe Lil Tay is actually an old lady. Um, like the orphan. Yeah, a la orphan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I could see that. Because that's like the only way I can spin this in a way that like <laughs> works okay. Like, um, oh, and she's like an old lady who's like posing as a little girl to say bitch and talking to <sighs> talking to money phones. Yeah. It would be quaint if she was doing the sort of things that she's doing in her video, just like in front of her laptop, you know, okay. by yeah. herself. Like Maybe was, sans money sure, and Porsches. Right. Yeah. Um, like helicopters. But and someone stuff. is clearly filming her at all times mm-hmm. and she's getting, she's hanging out with people that I feel like she would need a chaperone. Well, she's nine. Just she generally <laughs> needs a chaperone. A right. nine year Wait, old. she's not. No, shut <laughs> up. How do we think this shit is going to end? Will it? Let's, is this just like. I say we don't predict how it's going to end. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Only because. I don't want to imagine where these girls are going to end up. I, all I can say is, is that if people are not helping Lil Tay get her debut single out right now <laughs> while she's in the headlines, like she needs to fire her manager or her, her pa- momager her or her dadager <laughs> or like her auntager. She needs to fire like her entire family. I, I don't know. I can't say the same for Woe Vicky. Mm. I just think Lil Tay's star power. <laughs> is only going to rise. Jeffree Star. I don't know if either one of you, you Jeffree Star. I know him. He's a aware. makeup. I know he's a YouTube makeup personality. So he does you he does makeup tutorials. He like vlogs. He has makeup lines with I think with like Urban Decay, possibly. I don't know. Or no. I think he has like his own. He does have his own. Because he always gets called out for it being like shitty. Bad. Like yeah. if it was Urban Decay, I the quality would be a little yeah. higher. Yeah, no, it's not It's <laughs> not great. Um, but he started some shit with Kim Kardashian. In, Come for the queen, you best not miss. I agree. It, well, Kim actually got her ass handed to her a and little bit. She kind of made the mistake. She made that Kim fucked up. Which is to say, he didn't miss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks. So Kim has transitioned into like, 
the next like fat branch of her lifestyle empire is makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so she last like in August, I think she came out with a line of highlighters and bronzers. Jeffree Star gave her a bunch of shit because she was swatching them poorly. Ooh. Kim went to her makeup dude, Mario, and was like, teach me how to do it. And then she did another one. And she basically told her followers to like, st- like get over like this beef with Jeffrey. Her followers were like, Jeffree Star is actually racist. He has like a pretty big racist past. And Kim was just kind of like, whatever, don't worry about it. Like, it's fine. It's in the past. What's in the past is whatever. And then everyone was like, you have no, you don't get it. He's actually really racist. And there's a video from like 2008 of him like yelling racial slurs, Mm. like the N-word, calling someone like a dirty Mexican, like all this other shit that Kim clearly had not done her fucking research. So she had to like re-apologize and tell her fans that she was sorry for telling them to get over it about his racism. Um, She said... My whole thing was like, hey, guys, I don't want to see negativity in my timeline or my mentions. Let's just move forward. Like, let's be positive and just move past this. And I realized I was a bit naive in saying that. And I just, it's not like going against my fans in any way. Like, I was just saying, like, let's get the negativity off my timeline. Why does anyone even, like, touch him? I just feel like I only associate him with drama. His makeup tutorials suck, for starters. Yeah. In my personal opinion. <laughs> you're like whispering. You're like, <laughs> they're terrible. Um, and he is just kind of like a weird sort of noxious personality. And I don't understand why. I mean, this is just an example of like someone who started doing like nothing really becoming famous enough to like fuck with Kim Kardashian and have it like actually affect something. Um, So that was some fun drama. That was bad. And then the last bit of drama is actually like awful. It's about the worst boy in the world. He's disgusting. His name is Logan Paul. (laughs) (laughs) He has a brother named Jake Paul who's also YouTube famous. (laughs) They look like thumbs. Like They They do look like like little thumbs. If I drew a little face and put a blonde wig on my thumb. That would be both of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, They're just like very like frat boy. Yeah. It's like take jackass Mm. and like somehow make those people even less likable and more rich. Yeah. And like more privileged. Yeah. It's bad. Because they like do a lot of pranks. Yeah. They love a prank. They love to like light a fart on fire. They love like. But the prank is usually like, hey, we took this luxury car and ruined it. I know. I actually have more respect for the jackass guys because at least they like they drew a circle and they were like, everyone in here is who's going to get fucked with. Yeah. Yeah. And also we're going to like put ourselves through more than we put. Those like the prankies through. Right. It is. You're right. It's like we threw the biggest house party ever and got kicked out of our luxury neighborhood. Right. Like, but guess what? We moved into another one. (laughs) 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 Their mom is also like really into like being like. The mom of the like she's kind of like internet famous. Too. Oh, really? Yeah. So I know they got famous on Vine first. It did Logan and his brother Jake, right? Yes. They started on Vine, then Vine shut down. Then they like made the sort of awkward. I mean, I feel like a lot of Vine people had to transition to YouTube because yeah. they were only very skilled in one sort Seven of specific. Yeah, and then they had to figure out how to do their shtick like more long form, even if long form is just like two minutes. 
yeah, as opposed yeah. to like six, a tightly edited six seconds. So they have been very successful on the YouTube. Yeah. In a way that I find distressing. They have a lot of fans who are very avid. The We're, like the Paul fans are going to come. Call, yeah. Paul bearers? Is no, that what they're called? Uh, no, no, no. The Logan ones are called the Low Gang. Something if like you hate the Paul brothers, I suggest you all watch is a video titled something like this is literally the worst day of my life. No. Um, and it know. is Jake Paul <laughs> trying to go to the Lamborghini factory in Italy and being told that he can't get in. <laughs> They're just being like little rich shitty kids yeah. like complaining to this woman who has no idea who they are. Anyway. Cool. Anyway, the actual like terrible thing a Paul brother did. <laughs> the <Moving> terrible <laughs> thing that a Paul brother did. This is Logan. He went to Japan and he was filming a bunch of vlogs that were relatively racist, I think, about his time in Japan. Oh, it's so weird. Yay, yeah. look, things Robot. poking. Uh-huh. Robots. They went to the, the Okigahara Forest, which is a spot at the base of Mount Fuji that is known as the Suicide Forest. Uh, notorious for people going to um, commit suicide. In this video, the camera pans around and they see someone hanging from a tree who had apparently died by suicide. The video went up and it was up for at least like for several million people to see it before YouTube took it down. They filmed the body from different angles. They blurred the face. How nice of them. Uh. Everyone was very mad about this, rightfully so. He issued an apology on Twitter that was not awesome. He's he's done, he did two apologies, I think. The first one says, where do I begin? Let's start with this. I'm sorry. I didn't do it for views. I get views. I did it because I thought I could make a positive ripple on the internet, not cause a monsoon of negativity. That's never the intention. I intended to raise awareness for suicide and suicide prevention. What a dumb fuck. I don't understand why the... I didn't do it for views. I get views. To me, is so gross. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you did it for views. You, like you just you have to keep one upping yourself. Right. Also, These like, weird. We've stunts. all heard the Drake album. Why are you special? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so um, much. No, what I was really gonna say yeah. was that like it is a weird thing to be like I'll get views no matter what. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, we know, unfortunately. Yeah, like, like, I'm aware of how this terrible machine works. And there's like no way that Logan Paul has the empathy for another person to be like, this is for like, even if he was like, awareness or prevention. Like, if yeah. he was the dumbest person in the world who like happened to be like sweet, like mm. even then he wouldn't like, you wouldn't post that video. True. Yeah. And it's funny that he says in his apology that he wanted, you know, to raise awareness because this completely changed YouTube's monetization Mm -hmm. standards. Like, they completely changed it and they, like, created this new program for, like, YouTubers who are, like, dedicated to social justice and, like, those are the kind of videos that YouTube wants to monetize. Right. So he did a second apology that was... I want to apologize to the internet. I want to apologize to anyone who's seen the video. I want to apologize to anyone who has been affected or touched by mental illness or depression or suicide. But most importantly, I want to apologize to the victim and his family. For my fans who are defending my actions, please don't. And then he was like silent for like a month. 
not long enough. Not long. <laughs> he should have been silent. He should still be silent. He should go away. He should go so away. They should have like made him live in the suicide forest for that like <laughs> season. <laughs> he did like, oh, Lord. Um, he did, but then he like did his redemption tour started on Good Morning America. Like a month later, uh, Michael Strahan interviewed him. Also, just like why? Yeah, why would they even have him Give on? I know. A platform. I yeah. know. The children aren't watching Good Morning America, but their do par- they need that demographic? But their parents are. One would assume that their parents like have some control. Not if it's Lil Tay. <laughs> True. And then he returned to vlogging. But wow. on February 4th, a month later, with like a video that was like Logan Paul's back. And then it's been business as usual. And I think what scares me more than the Paul brothers is like a generation of young kids who are imitating mm-hmm. that because yeah. they That's the, yeah. exist, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like going back to Jackass, I wonder, like my friends did some stupid shit inspired by that show. Mm-hmm. And most of them turned out okay. Yeah. So- I am cautiously optimistic that, like, it's a phase for most of these people. I think because it's so easy to make money Mm -hmm. off of content that does really crazy, Mm -hmm. that changes things, and it's up to, like— I feel like this is a very special episode of me. I'm like, it's up to the the platforms to— restrict the content. No, I think you're right, though. But yeah, they'll probably turn out okay. Thank you, Hazel. We love it when you come by. We do. Thank you for having me. A pleasure, as always. Thank you so much for listening to Dirtcast, and thank you to Hazel Sills. Our show is produced by Levi Sharp. Modern Amofidi is our executive director of audio. Our theme music is by Stuart Wood. This episode was mixed by Corey Shreppel. If you want to send us a tip or just let us know what you think, hit us up at dirtcast at jezebel.com. You can find us on Spotify, NPR One, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And we are taking a little break for the next two weeks. So check back in two weeks and we'll have some new stuff for you. 